cooking at uh, Stiffy's. And he was like, listen to the show. I was like, what are you rocking back there? He's like, fucking Spunk Bucket, man. And I'm like, fucking Spunk Bucket? What's Spunk Bucket? He's like, I don't know. You should know. You were fucking in it, dude. I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, my band. He's like, holy fuck, that's me playing drums? That's actually not too bad. Damn. <laughs> no, I would love to have something with more stuff in it. But for now, I'm pretty happy that it's, you know, no one's going to sue me. Not that I'm going to ever get big enough to... Yeah, but still. You probably got like what, 15 listeners? <laughs> I don't know how to tell four, on four, four solid. Right. Can you tell uh, on SoundCloud though? Yeah, on SoundCloud it shows how many how times it's been listened, listened to. Listened to. Um, or or downloads. It'll tell me how many people have downloaded it. Um, well, iTunes will probably let you know if you start receiving checks in the mail, then, kinda... then you're getting somewhere. <laughs> Just instantly, boom, here you go. Whoa, 25 bucks. Dude, I was going to say like two and a half cents. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> That's like when they hit a fucking poker hand at uh, Sydney's that one time when the you know they had the Monte Carlos. Oh right. I hit a two through like ten. That thing get cleaned out like all the time, and I uh, I think I like fucking turned like trip f- or quad fives, and I happened to look over the board. I said, "Get a fucking shit me." It was like two thirty seven or something. Yeah, it was hit the night before. Shit. And then like Rick Rowell, uh fuck it was a, couldn't have been like a week or two later. He hit the freaking royal, and I was like ready to. I grabbed chips. He was sitting right next right. to Does me. He work at uh, Stafford Creek. I think so. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I he used to work out in the woods. Back in the day. Nice guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Always gets shit house lucky too, man. What's funny is, yes, he never does. saw him lose much at all. No, Mm-mm. but he plays every fucking hand too. You know. It's well, just, back in the Sydney's days, everybody yeah. did because it was five yeah, bucks to freaking lamp, dude. Yeah. And then even if you have like the one hand, they're just like, if I get my one or two cards, I'm the hand snapper. So oh, like yeah. it's fifteen bucks, yeah, and I got yep. money. I'll call, you know. Uh, do you remember a guy? I think they called him Crash. He had, I mean, literally, he looked, he looked more hillbilly than Wishcott. I mean, God. extreme. I, I was, think they I was called really him Crash. drunk back then too. So yeah, I maybe, probably maybe was. Do, I'm surprised I never played poker with you. I, I may have. You, pro- I think, you, I think I do remember I playing with yeah, you. I, I was, I was. Four ninety nine ish. Yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> I do re- think I remember. When he dealt there for a little while, actually. I think I re- did she deal uh, table games too? Nope, just just poker. Just poker. Yeah. I remember Wendy dealing there too. God, I was so fucking hammered back it's, then. It's, though it's yeah, I'm sure the blur is nice. Mm. <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah. No, there was one time that guy crashed, and you know I played a lot of online poker too, so I was right. used to crazy people. Yeah. And and I sit down and we're all getting ready, and before they even dealt, he goes. He pushes his chips out. He's like, Dude, we haven't even started. He's like, he goes, anybody want to do it? And I'm like, fuck, sure, I'll do it. And two other guys did it, and I ended up winning the hand. Did you look at your cards first? Nope. Didn't even look at them. Oh, well, I mean, fuck, why right. I bother? Right. You know, I mean, it's like, like you said, it's 15 bucks. Yeah, I, right. I was feeling froggy, and of course, I think. Oh, you were playing cash game. You weren't playing tournament. No, it was tournament. Oh, fuck. Well, it, was, it was tournament. So it was like 20 or 25. Or, yeah, yeah, whatever the buy-in. Yeah, yeah, 20, it was pretty, 25. I mean, it was pretty it wasn't cheap. Like, it wasn't a wall. They had the Wednesday one, which was like 40, I think. Yeah, they had and a bigger was, one. And that was the one, like, they would fill up. You win one of those, you could play for, like, the... They'd do it, like, That's right. twice a, a year. And you could win, like, you know, over a grand and shit if you won it they or would whatever. Have, did they have... Only They had two tables, not three. No, they had right? two. Yeah, they had two tables. Yeah, I knew for yeah. sure they had two. They had two. I haven't played poker since last time I played with you. Yeah, I've only fuck. I've only played. Wow. I've I've been thinking about it too, but just oh, I might have played one time since then. 
That's it. It just hasn't been that much. Of, well, fuck it. My, I don't work a whole lot, so. Yeah, can't really it's do. hard to. If I was a shithouse lucky player, I would probably play more and actually make an income, but. You know what's funny is, I was reading, I've read this more than once, because I, I mean, I, I have books, I have a fucking super system, I have all that shit. Mm-hmm. And the statistics are right, at least I'm going to keep telling myself this forever, that the better players are the ones who get sucked out on more. Oh yeah, then because you're going to put your money in with with the better hand, right? Right, dude. I've, I mean, I've, so many. I can't even. It's like you start questioning yourself after well, a while. You do because it's like I've made so many plays that have been like the way you play it, mm-hmm. and then you get to a point where you're like, okay, you get a board. Um, you got see whatever. Let's say you got uh, Jack fucking seven fucking four, mm-hmm. and you got two of one suit out there, mm-hmm. and you don't have any part of that flush draw. But you got the jack, say, with a, a fucking king. You got mm-hmm. top pair with a pretty good kicker. Okay. And you're like, you know, and I've made the bet where it's like. Oh, you can't I'll, get people off hand. Like, it's like, I'll put like 30. Especially not max. It's like, you get the $40 spot. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'll go like 30. Or I even mean, so I've done 40 before. And be like, boom, motherfucker calls you. And it's like, you're just sitting there going, don't Without show hesitation. me another fucking heart. Don't show. And well, then the yeah, fucking river you know, it comes coming. and it's like. You know it's coming. Yeah, right. I mean, you fucking ram and jam that thing forty bucks a turn. Right, and and you try to make them pay every card because you're not going to well, give them a fucking free one. Well, especially when you know those. Well, guys yeah, and you don't want to give them a free one. No, and the so thing is, times, you want man. them. I mean, overall, you want them to keep doing that. But god damn it, those motherfuckers, man! They fucking fish out on you, dude. I have never been more mad. You know, where I thought to myself, fuck, for a split second, I, I really wanted to do physical harm to that guy. Yeah. And then you're like, what the fuck, man? It's just it's it's 20 bucks. Yeah, right. 25 bucks. Chill the fuck out, man. Right. But when it happens repeatedly, like when you play in a lot and it happens all the time, it's fucking disgusting, man. You know, I remember there was a stretch. I had, I had built up my bankroll. I mean, I had this separate thing aside and I had won tournaments at Sydney's and I was... Killing the cash game at Little Creek. Yeah. And like I the, the 4 8 about, one there? Or no, the, I was the, doing the, high, full, the, 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 the no, no limit. limit. Yeah. yeah I was, I was that shit gets hairy, working. dude. Tell me about it. Yeah. And I had, I think I had like 1900 bucks that I couldn't believe. But it went shit, man. A week and a half, it seemed like. Right down to just like 100 bucks. <laughs> down to where it's like, fuck, what the fuck happened? Yeah. How could I possibly have gotten so unlucky so frequently? But, you know, Phil Helmuth is such a tool, but he had the best phrase ever is, no matter how good you are, you cannot beat luck. Nope, can't do it. Nobody ever will. Can't do it. Nobody ever will. See, this is what I wanted. I wanted to have some poker talk, but nobody, I, you know, you're the only one. We can do some poker poker talk. talk. No, I mean, we have been. I've been thinking about it. Um, Are you rolling right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. we have been the whole time. Oh, I didn't well, know for that. the last whatever minutes. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything because we just you know. You gonna think you're gonna give me the fucking jitters or something? Organic. <laughs> want to be organic, right? Right. Flow. Yeah. Uh, fucking hell, youth. Yeah. I mean, that guy's the guy, kind of guy that like he does it how you're supposed to professionally. You know, like well, he takes it so hard. And though. but I mean, I can see what because he gets burned all. I mean, when's the last time he's even made it like? Day three of know, the fucking main right? event. Just, I can't remember. It's just crushing. Man. Yeah. Well, the problem is he's got a big fucking target. Yeah, he does. Everybody wants to fucking pop him. Everybody wants to put yeah. hurt to him. Yeah. So they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, he's gonna be facing guys more often with shit. Right. Just so they I fucking knocked him out. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why guys like Negreanu and shit. He's you know he's a likable dude. You know. Mm-hmm. And he's a really good player too. And he also he gets lucky a lot more than Phil does. <laughs> 
It sure seems like, you know, luck does gravitate towards some people. Well, shit, I thought Phil Ivey was, like, the most lucky motherfucker and would never crack, but... His he, luck his luck went to the wayside after... Well, he started, he started playing other games, you yeah. know, fucking craps and Dude, blackjack put, uh, and... What's that one game called? Uh, oh, uh... I uh, know what you're talking. I know what you're. Oh, uh, it's, it's so Baccarat or no, uh, no, no, no. It's it's like a it's a uh, poker table game. Um, uh, hold on, Raz. Is it Raz? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. like you basically the shittiest the worst wins. possible. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so fucking stupid. It's crazy. I'm like, man, I got the. I play. Used to play that well, online. It's like the every weird Omaha. There. There's like an Omaha one like that too. There's like a high low and there's like a there's low. Like, yeah, high low, low split. And, yeah, there's like four ways. Four can you can is, chop the pot four ways. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, that I've I've played that before at Little Creek and I played it at Max, and Rick plays Omaha a lot. Rick uh, uh, Thurston? No, the guy you're. Uh, oh, Raul. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he seems you know so. If you listen to him talk, you think he's the most depressed motherfucker ever. And, oh yeah, you know, he's totally disowned. He's like, I never get good cards. Like, Bitch, you guys stack the shit out of you, motherfucker. You get cards all the time. Fuck, he always seemed to when I was playing. He'd be, I'd fucking have a hand and I'd throw it. You know, I was like top hair, whatever, you know, and throw it out and uh, and he'd just go. He, I remember one time he's like, oh, he starts giggling. I'm like, what? The? I'm like, God damn it. He's like, I hate to do it to you, Johnny, but uh, I know. I'm like, I look at, I'm looking at the board. I'm like. Fucking, you got an eight ten, don't you? Oh, he hit a fucking inside. And he straight, fucking didn't he? he got the two gut cards and he fucking filled it up. I was like, Jesus, man. Oh, the one that gets me is those guys that will call forty bucks with absolute on, garbage pre flop. Well, with with a fucking four outer. Oh like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking inside right. gut shot draw to a straight or something. Right. You're like. Dude, why would you just dump 120 bucks? No, like if I'm gonna call forty, like I better have more than ten outs, dude. <laughs> Not according to those motherfuckers, no. man. That's like, well, me and my old man were talking about this, like, uh, like shit, like last weekend or something like that, uh, about like weak aces and playing them in different positions. It's like, you mm. know, if I'm under the gun, like first to act, uh, I have like ace seven or less, or mm. even ace nine. Well, I don't. For, it. It's fucking in the fucking pile, man, because I've been sure. burned way too many times, you know. For one, you want to see a cheap flop. Well, it never. By the time it comes back around, dude, it's never cheap. No, you call, then some dickhead is gonna fucking put. Percentage wise, you're gonna lose. Mm-hmm. If an ace comes out, you're gonna get beat because well, somebody's gonna have a you know. The better reason kicker. that I think any of us get caught up in that weak ace bullshit is because you see other assholes put the hurt on you. Oh yeah, with the weak ace, and they'll two pair your ass. Right. right, you have ace king, they have ace two. Yeah, and they fucking and they have to know they're behind. I mean, oh yeah, when you got a guy pushing all in or really hammering the pot, and you got ace two, you cannot think you're good unless you the hit Vikings. unless you hit your two pair on the well, flop on the well right right. But these fucking guys will chase that shit down to oh, the river, freaking river your ass. Oh, it's a four, ace four, two pair. And you're just right. like, and then and then they're man. acting like what gets me is when they act like they had you the whole time. Yeah, right. It's like no. My favorite is like, well, I had to call. I'm like, fucking no, you didn't. No, there, there's no gun to your head, asshole. Dude, I, check this one out. I was playing it. We're going to have a suck-out session, man. We're, we're going to get so pissed off. This one's it's like the most fairly recent from like the last couple of years. You that keep was, talking. I'm going to grab some drink. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, that I, I can recall because it was just utterly just fucking terrible and ridiculous. Uh, there's like five people in the hand. Dudes that dudes in, The dude that ends up winning the hand, he, okay, he's in the big blind. It got kicked up, I think, to 12. Pre-flop, right? So, you know, he's in for two. It's ten to call. Uh, long story short, 
I had the guy all the way to the river. There was like four, four or five people into the hand until the the river card come out, and then everybody ran. Now, are you ramming jam the whole time? I'm firing, man. I'm firing, Jesus. dude. Fire! I'm firing. I think I fired like 15 after the flop, and after that, dude, it was 40, man, each card. And it come to the river, and so the guy had a 2-3 of hearts, and he hit two hearts on the flop, and he dumped money on a heart draw with a 2-3, not knowing, like, hey, motherfucker, I could have had five, seven of hearts. But I looked at him, like, what the fuck are you doing in the hand, man? He goes, well, I was in the big blind. I'm like, yeah, and they got, it was like 10 extra bucks, dude. Right. I'm like, you're a fucking dick, dude. Yeah. When he said the classic line, I had to call. I'm like, no, you didn't. Oh, here, here's one for you. When, when they do this There's no fucking gun to your head, like you said. At, at tournaments, it's like getting down the wire, and you see the guy go, what? Yeah. Yeah. No, after you pushed all in? Oh, yeah, yeah. They look at their watch with the photo go, fuck it, and call. Yeah. Those are the guys that win. Yes. That's like when Stacy, my wife. Yeah, you want to hurt. When, she, <laughs> when we play, like, home game at my dad's garage and shit, she'll be like, because she's pretty, actually pretty good fucking player, really. I, if she wants to, like, play and, like, take I serious. I think, honestly, women are Oh, they're so hard to read, dude. Better, yes. So hard to read. Yeah. Um, But she's pretty fucking good. And mm-hmm. uh, she'll get to a point, like, maybe after, like, an hour, she's like, I'm playing all in now. I don't want to play anymore. They lose interest. Lose interest. They don't want to do it anymore. Well, then it's like the games get drug out like a motherfucker out there. Everybody's bullshit. Nobody knows it's their fucking turn to act. Right. And then, uh, Which can be... Uh, yeah, it's for, especially when you don't drink anymore. Like, it's let's super go. frustrating. I'm like... <laughs> That's what Wayne does, dude. She has fucking patience of a gnat. For yeah, shit like that when it's time to play poker. Let's fucking go. It's like, act, act on your turn and then continue with your story, please. But anyways, she'll play all in, and then she'll shove, and most of the time, like, she'll fucking hit a couple times in a row, shoving, it's like, what do you think's going to happen? Of course you're going to win, because you don't want to be in here. The mm-hmm. poker gods are saying, stay a little longer. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. rewarding you. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, you're right, though. When it comes to, like, women, like, God, they're, they're hard to read, man. Wendy, the first time, her first ever poker tournament was, was the Thursday big one at Little Creek. Oh, yeah, yeah, the $55, yeah, they get, like... Their first ever yeah. time, dude, went, went from literally a garage game... Went to a big tournament, yeah. And she gets fucking second place. That's really good. First <laughs> fucking time, dude, second place. I'm literally like... Uh, 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 whatever. Dude, I bet you if you ask a lot of people that start, that play poker, because that was kind of, like, my thing. I, although I started at Sydney's, was, like, my first, like, time playing, like, out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I won the thing. Um, and I think a lot of people like their first like time they play in like a bigger tournament kind of thing mm-hmm. they do pretty well and it's just like fish hooks you right in man you're like oh this is awesome you know yeah I, I, I really thought it was a fluke and then she took like third the next time I'm yeah. like and the best part dude of the first time was well, you know how it goes there I haven't done the Thursday one in so long yeah it's been a while for me too well I was getting frustrated with the Thursday one because, you know, you got 15 minutes. The first round is crazy. Well, it's just 15-minute blinds, dude, is not. No, it's no, it's fast. Long enough. Yeah, when you've only fast. got 5,000 chips. If you haven't accrued any chips after three well, they rounds. They start at 100 and 200. Yeah. And you only got 5,000 chips. Like, no, did they the start f- at 1 and 2? I, th- I thought so. I think, no, I think it's... Well, maybe it was 25 Yeah, you're right, you're right. But how they... Okay, I remember how the progression went. It was 25 50, 50 100. 50, 100, 100, 200. 200 for I mean, it was, it, it, it should have been like, 
But I think they skipped the three six and go straight to four eight though. Four and eight. They did two skips. I thought. I, oh fuck! That's gonna kill me. Hold on. Let's go take. Rice cooker. Just turn it to warm or turn it off and pop the lid, dude. That'll uh, give it fluff it up too, man. Take your uh, spatula. Yeah, just grab it. Careful, I'm really shocked. I cannot believe I'm so pissed I lost the fucking that little scooper that comes with it. Right. The perfect the rest of yep. the sticks to it. Mm-hmm. But now I you know, who the fuck over that side, so now it's all They probably sell those at stores though. I bet they do. Probably buy like ten of them. Have them in like every drawer in the house. Have have one next to your toothbrush and your toothpaste in the bathroom. <laughs> so my kid was like, I thought, <laughs> you know, he's at the age where like, uh, you know, poop and farts and jokes like that are just awesome and hilarious, you know? And I'm like, yeah, they're going to be funny for the rest of your life now. <laughs> so he's like, uh, I always thought explosive diarrhea was, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, Jesus. Um, where the toilet, where it hits the toilet and, and it explodes, or something like when you poop and then like the di- and then it explodes in the toilet. I'm like, no man, it's exploding right out of your butt. Cheeks. That's so funny. It explodes upon hitting the water. <laughs> that would scare the shit out of me, literally. Make like a little bomb noise. Boom. <laughs> Rattle the porcelain. Oh my god. Oh, Anyways, yes. shifting gears. Yeah. We could, I could really go all, all, yeah, all, yeah. all the fucking poker shit. So, dude, uh, I'm trying to think. I think it was, let's see, 2012, 13. I think it was 2014 is when I started going to Timber Gym. But it was just a couple of months, it seemed like, before the move. Right. Yeah. So I didn't really, I mean, I, I showed up to help the move. I didn't know anybody. I just, the only person I knew was Donnie. Right. And told him I'd come and help. And then the move took, and then... I think it was, man, it had to be maybe six months before I even got brave enough to talk to somebody. Right. I mean, it's very, you know, it's, people don't realize, it's, it's nerve-wracking to go to a new gym. Especially oh, yeah. if, you're not, if you're not lifting. Well, you know, shit, people you're have. you're new to all of it still. People have anxiety and stuff. Absolutely. I, I get it. I get it, you know. Absolutely. Which is, I mean, you might in, like, some other places, like that one gym I go to in Bend whenever I go down there. Hmm. You might get some weird people. But for the most part, I mean, most people aren't really too concerned about other people's shit. No. I mean, unless you're doing, like, the crazy buffoonery, like, I'm looking, like, okay, the barbell front raise. Uh, or, no, not front, uh, front press, I call yeah. it. It's like a, a horizontal standing yeah, press. Yeah. I just look at people do that, I'm like, oh, my shoulders just hurt on, just like, oh, right? dude. You're like, that cannot feel good. Enjoy those that. torn rotator cuffs in the future. Good God. But, I mean, besides that, you know, it's like... Uh, Nobody, How long, nobody really gives a shit, you know? No, and that's what I learned, too. And that's what was the cool thing about there compared to, like, the Y. Because I went to the Y first for about a year. Because um, it was, like, my house was, like, right, yeah, a block right and a half it. away. Yeah. So, uh, but I found that it just, people are not as engaging. People, there's, their own there, bubble there was there. a lot less eye contact yeah. and a lot less... Um, Friendliness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you go in the in the weight room there, and it really just felt like people got 
like women would get made up to go like they they'd have a designer thing oh, on yeah, yeah. their hair full done yeah. makeup full done nails which I don't think with nails but they just looked like they were getting themselves all gussied up to go to the gym. Yeah, I mean, I understand, and, like, you know, as a woman, you know, like, not wanting to look like a complete slob. But, oh, sure. You know, there's definitely some that take but it there to wasn't another any, level. But there wasn't really any working out going on, no. you know, from them. And then you got the the age bracket of the guys was, like, 16 to 22. And then there was a there was a couple stragglers. You get the occasional middle-agers in there, you know. And then there was, like, I was, you know, 40-something, like, 42 or something, whatever, and... A couple other guys my age, um, but most of the time you had the the dudes that they were just so fucking skinny that invention five days a week. Well, not even that. They just were really they had almost no body fat. You know, eighteen twenty right. years old, super high testosterone. Yeah, yeah, right. So they would wear the fucking spaghetti mm-hmm. cut tanks with the thing cut all the mm-hmm. way down to their waistband right. and be in the mirror pulling their shirts up, looking right. at their abs and shit. And that's all you saw most of the time. It was just kind of. Like, fuck, man. But, dude, you're 160 pounds. You should. Of course we have abs. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, I, I don't mean to sound like one of those guys, but that's the fact. It's a fact. Right. It's a fucking fact. So, but then I, I think I went to get an adjustment. Yeah, I went to get an adjustment, and I hadn't seen Donnie in, since I was... Was he, at the, was he at his office still when he went and yeah, got an adjustment? Yeah, right. yeah, I went and got mm-hmm. an adjustment, and um, I screwed my neck up actually doing something, lifting something at the Y. I can't remember what it was, and... Went in there, and last time I saw him, you know, I was, I was, I, I, I can't say 500 anymore because Chris. You never made 500. No, I was 499. <laughs> but he was, he freaked the fuck out. Like, holy shit, you know, come, you know, come down to the gym and right. this and that. And then I started going down there, and then it was funny because I'd come home and I'd, I'd say to Wendy, like, all right, how do you make new friends at fucking 40 plus? Shit. Just start bullshitting. Well, I bet it, you know, it's, yeah. that was a bit of a shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, like like you were saying, and the one you and Chris did like a while back here about, you know, how you were fucking like pretty much couch ridden for 10 years. I mean, so your your social skills oh, dude, were definitely, was, definitely rusty, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can, understandable, man, yeah, for it was, sure. It was a rough one. But it just always felt good to go down there. You know, never had a bad vibe. Never had, like, you never thought like you couldn't say hi to somebody. No. There's mm-hmm. always that openness of just... And there's like, there's like one like female that I won't mention any names. But um, yeah, I tried saying hi to her like years ago in the old place. Like, looked right at me. Um, said, uh, said hi. She, she did? No, I did. Oh, you did? Oh. I mean, I'm this far away from you and me, yeah. you know? And uh, looks right at me and just turns her head and just walks right by. No, way, no earbuds in her, nothing. I was like, wow, that's freaking cold that's pretty cold and then uh so i i, tr- I tried a couple other times just you know because when you're like working around in the same area yeah. it's like you know so it's not so awkward like hey how's it hi hi you know right yeah, nothing you know so anymore i just don't even nah. i don't say hi or anything I'm not right. i'm not mean or nothing no but the only thing is it's, i got nothing it's, to say to her you know you're completely indifferent it's almost yeah. like switching. yes exactly you don't carry either way you don't carry either way no i hear it it's probably for the better anyways probably yeah but no, yeah, you get all kinds of walks of life and people with different goals that, you know, you can have a conversation with and, you mm-hmm. know, you know, you people, like, what's her, oh, uh, I forget her name, her and her daughter would come in, she's, the, her daughter, they were the ones that told me about Dr. Lom, about the grassic business for my bicep tendons oh. I had, um, just from seeing them regularly mm-hmm. and, you know, sucking up conversations with them and stuff and, uh, they're cool, cool as hell, man. 99% of the people are pretty cool. 
Yeah, really. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, there's a couple people that, you know, maybe when they're in there, it's all business. They don't want to talk to And that's to fine, too, man. Whatever. That's totally fine. I don't fine. care. You know, I'm not going to... It, but sometimes you take it personal, but then it's like, well, you know what? Whatever. Fuck it. That's not... You know, no, I don't. Me. You know, I don't. Because I, there's times where, like, sometimes... I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the atmosphere and the rapport and everything, you know, but... Sometimes, yeah, you can get distracted into bullshit too much and it'll, like, kill your workout, man. That's why, you know, now when I, I'm not working in the woods anymore and, like, I can go in sometimes, like, midday. Yeah. I seem to get, like, a lot of shit done. It's amazing how fast your shit goes by when you're by yourself. In there. Right, and there's only, yeah. like, four or five people in there. I mean, maybe this, I might even know all of them, but it's yeah. like, they're, we're all kind of like, you know, most people have headphones on, so mm. it's like, well, that's perfect, you know? Yep, there's times that you just want to get in and get out. And yeah, right. Get the business, get out. And talking about, like, I remember you guys were talking about, like, training, like, motivation and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And Chris, like, he made, like, the greatest point um, about the whole, like, because everybody goes through it, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, what do you want to call it, like. Well, there's, there's, you know, ebbs and flows. Uh, ebbs and flows of motivation, motivation and, and being hungry to train and this and that. He goes, but just show your ass up. Yeah. Because then it becomes part of what you do. Yep. When you, when so you make true, it a habit. Man. Yeah. Because and, and it's I've, a lot harder to. To restart. To, to restart, it is, man. Yeah, like, I've been gone for, like, two weeks almost again now, and I'm just like, I'm like, I hit my ass in the gym today, man. I feel like it's, I'm... It's weird. You get this weird anxiety, and yeah. I, I don't know if you feel it ever, mm-hmm. um, but there's, I think, I maybe a week and a half, we, we went out of town or D.C. or something. I was gone for almost two weeks, a uh, couple last summer or something, but when I came back, it's like I had this weird split second, like, God, I feel almost out of place. Yeah. It was you strange. Like, yeah. Okay. Then you snap yourself into it and fuck it. And then everybody's like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. What's your name? Hi, I'm Ted Watson. Hi, I'm John. Right. I'm Ted. Nice right. to meet you. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> so did you train somewhere else prior to Timber? Uh, no. What happened was, okay, we can go to the backstory here if you sure. want. I'll try to give you the headline news version, but it's not going to be very headliney. That's okay. Uh, There's no specific direction. So high school, you know, obviously I went to Wishkaw. Um, well, I went to Hoquiam all the way through 8th grade, and then uh, the summer after 8th grade, I was playing Babe Ruth in town in Hoquiam. And, uh, Did your folks live? <clears throat> just, they live uh, about like the mile, eight marker well, out yeah, this way. Yeah, I know where they live, but do you, have they always lived there? Yep, always lived there, yeah. So what, Ever since I've been born, yeah. So what, what got you from Hoquiam to Wishkaw? I'll mean, tell you. Okay, there we go. We're uh-huh. going. We're getting there. We're on our way. So 8th grade, uh, <clears throat> playing Babe Ruth in town, and... Uh, couple guys from Wishkaw that were, let's see, I would have been going into my freshman year. They would have been going into eighth grade, so they were coming out of seventh grade. Um, two of the guys from Wishkaw, they played Hoquiam ball. Mm-hmm. They didn't go to Aberdeen. They came to Hoquiam. Well, we ended up being on the same team. We ended up, whatever, we drafted them, whatever, that year or whatever. And uh, I started hanging out with them on the team and found out that one of them lived like four miles up the road from me by the store. Okay. I was like, well, shit. I was like, you know. Now, that's the store further up, right? Uh, the Stokem store. You know, oh, yeah, the Grand Grill. Or no. Uh, it used to be uh, Scott's Grocery back in the day, but no, it was like, it's closed. It's a lot. The one I met you at, right? Or no, no, no. No, you're talking. Oh, I don't. Never mind. East Stokem cut off. I'm yeah, going I, to like the yeah, one on one. Yes, 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 yes. That direction. Up in the sticks more. <clears throat> so uh, I found that, yeah, he lived like four miles up the road. I was like, well, shit. You know, my dad, you know, I was kind of, I was pretty much, I didn't really hang out with anybody. Besides, like, school and maybe, like, an occasional birthday party at Hokum because, I, you know, I mean, I didn't feel like riding my bike to town and then playing all day and riding back because I'm jaunt, you know? Fuck um, and, yeah, dude. And my parents, I ask them right now, and they're like, oh, you're my dad. Like, you got a bike, you know? Ride it. And I'm like, fuck, fuck that, you know? So I, I, 
I spent a lot of time uh, by myself, you know, as a kid, which I was fine with. I actually liked it. I enjoyed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but so anyways, yeah, uh, I was like, hey, okay. So I'd ride my bike up to the store, you know, found out these guys are on my team. One lives like four miles up the road. So we started hanging out and playing football and whatever, being freaking dirty fucking teenage boys, you mm-hmm. know. And... uh one day they were like, hey, man. Now, I'm sorry. This was the summer. I'm so sorry. Yeah, summer. Summer summertime. going into Going into day. my freshman year. Freshman. Before okay. I, yeah. So I was planning on going to Hokum High School, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, hey, man, you should go to Wishcon. And I'm like, yeah, I should. Dude, my dad went there, you know. So you're, you're, so you're thinking easy sell. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I went. Yeah, my dad was like, oh, yeah, I'm all for it. My mom was like, well, pump the brakes a little bit, you know. Looks Ooh, like you're crazy. Looks like you're crazy. And so anyways, it turns out I was like, uh. So to be eligible for sports, because I was an out-of-district transfer, I had to, because, uh, you know, I, I have Tourette syndrome, you know, yeah. and I struggled that with, with that in my grade school, junior high, pretty hard. Um, I can imagine. Uh, everybody Watch was cool. I can, but. Um, but anyways, uh, so I had to, like, have a letter, like, basically, I made up a story about how um, I was teased, like, just relentlessly. Oh, at you had to come up with why. Yeah, like, a bullshit oh, reason why I moved, why I'm hopping distance. Really? They had to, shit, I would think. That so I could play varsity ball. You know, oh, it was sports. Uh, for sports. Uh, I'll bet they wanted you on the sports, dude. So and I was funny because I went to Kelso for the hearing um, before school started. And um, Jay Fry, I think it was, he was the uh, vice principal at Hokum. Like, he actually drafted a made-up letter. I had no idea he was doing this. He was like, he was bullied and teased repeatedly. I mean, he sold it for me, you know. I mean, that was like case closed. I was in that building, that office, in that meeting for like five minutes. And they were like, yeah, we're going to grant you eligibility. That's fucking Yeah, badass. so it was pretty cool. And so, yeah, I went to Wishcott. Um, we had a weight room in the old gym. Didn't really get into that till like, after my sophomore year is when we kind of really started getting... So the year you graduated was probably... So you're, you're just 40, right? Yeah, 95. I graduated in 95. I was I was already I was twenty three. Yeah, yeah, you were you were clubbing. We be clubbing. Oh, dude, I was definitely kicking it in some kegger bonfires and the checkered the dance floor at Sydney's and stuff too. I missed that place. Drinking man. mai tais. Was this still a club when you were twenty one? Yeah, for a short time. Yeah, I was saying not too long. Yeah, it was. Uh, I want to say somewhere around when I was twenty two. They closed it down, and then they flipped to the so casino. So you're six years younger than me. So yeah. if you were twenty two, I'd have been. That's about right, dude. Because mm-hmm. Yep. It wasn't long, I know that, because I've been in there like a handful of times. Yeah. And I was always usually mega shit house when I was in there. Before you got there or after you got oh, there? Oh, I, I, we would always show up like, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes closing. Right? Yeah. That was the place to go yeah. because Cause, that was the meat market. That, that was, was the meat like, market and bad intentions and fisticuffs that were going to happen. Fisticuffs, you know? dude. <laughs> hey, Kayla. Hey, Kayla. So, yeah, uh, anyways, we got into uh, lifting weights and, you know, we had a football coach that. Uh, well, I, I don't really care. I'll smear his name. He used, he's smear him. Fuck him. Um, he is just he didn't he, he terrible. Not a smart man, as far as I'm concerned. Just not. A smart this was man. the Wishka, Wishka, yeah, football, Wishka football coach. coach yeah. Okay. Um, so, anyways, we we were left to our own, you know, in there, and um, got stronger, obviously, just by lifting weights. You know, did had no idea what we were doing. You know, squatting. Did like, the muscle come on you pretty fast back then? Uh, I was always kind of like, like uh, I can always picture you for some reason being kind of a strong kid. Just I was decent. Out. I was decently strong. I mean, yeah. I was like 185 pounds when I was a senior or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like five eleven, almost six foot at that point. Oh me, you must have been fucking svelte. Um, I was lean. Um, yeah. I think I benched 255 was like my best bench. Um, 
not a pause and a touch and go. Obviously, well, dude, shoulders dude. not retracted. I mean, but just a, a terrible, ugly looking. As bench, a 17, you know? 18 year old kid, I was seventeen. At yeah. seventeen, I seriously don't see anything wrong with with a two fifty five bench, man. I mean, yeah, free being one hundred eighty five pounds, right? Yeah. And really, not knowing what the fuck I was doing either. Nope. Yeah, it was all everything back then. I don't. This is just a weird term, but I just say. Like, people will say something about technique, and I'm like, well, you just muscle fuck shit now. You don't even, like, there's nothing. You yeah. don't have any technique. And and Kayla and I were talking about this. so funny. Uh, how do, What were we talking about that you and I were saying how obvious it is to, uh, oh, the, the, about the low back thing. So after uh, we did uh, Inclines yesterday, yeah. Kayla with Ed and Joe, mm-hmm. and we were watching a movie last night, uh, and... I'm like, man, my little back is kind of crampy. And Kayla's like, yeah, it's tight, you know. And, and I go, who'd ever think, who'd ever thought that, you know, someone would tell you, hey, your your, your quads are going to hurt or yeah. your low back is going to hurt. From bench pressing. From benching. Yeah. And, of course, her reply is, well, duh. I'm like, well, that's because you don't know any different. Right. You've, you've, since 12 years old, you've been, this has been flooded into your you've brain. You've been fortunate enough to be somewhat oh, yeah. taught some technique at an early age, right? unlike most of us that just like. So she's so lucky in the sense that. It was just there, or I just made her go anyway. No, yeah, I mean she's yeah. she's gonna be better off in the long run and not have hopefully not have uh, big imbalances and um, messed up, you know, overuse issues or certain muscle groups. That's and stuff like I that. do get worried about that sometimes, but she's pretty smart in the sense of mobility. But anyway, back to your story. I yeah. totally side. I totally went off no, the right. rails on this. Um, where was I at? So, Kaylee, oh. you shut up, all right? <laughs> be way too loud. <laughs> She's, uh, for the record, she's still flying us the middle finger. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. And for 10 years old, that's a little inappropriate. Yeah, 10 years old. <laughs> wow, double birds now. Let's go for the triple. <laughs> okay, she's actually 16. Yeah. Not let my... My wife's blowing me up with a grocery list. Let's kind of let's go there. Right oh, well, let's go with the grocery list, dude. No, no. <laughs> it's very uneventful. So, yeah, we, uh, we lifted in on... Uh, yeah, uh... You know, whatever. Finished school. Um, I played in all. I got selected to play an all-state football game after I graduated. Oh, sweet! Um, it was like eight-man football. Played eight-man football. Um, they don't do it anymore. They did it like one more year, I think, after I got out of school, and that was the last year they've had it. Uh, that was a great experience, man. I got to meet a bunch of people, and we lived in a gymnasium. So where was it? And how? It long was in Odessa, duration? Washington. We went over for a week. We practiced for what six days? Or so we got there on a Sunday. Practiced Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And then we played the game on Saturday night at Odessa. And That's was, some cool shit. It was pretty cool, man. I ended up having like 14 tackles or How some did they, shit. Damn. Yeah. Well, I see you being also a fucking stubborn, hard-headed, I'm going to fucking tank people over motherfucker, too. Oh, yeah. I love I love putting the hurt on people. Well, you talk now. about that time that you took the fucking header and got knocked the fuck out. Oh, yeah. That was that, that was earlier that year. You know, I got, yeah. Dude, that I, was earlier that year? Yeah, well, was, I guess it would have to be. It was late in that, yeah. Because so the senior football season was like late 94. Man, you probably shouldn't even have played in that yeah. fucking thing. Dude, come on. <laughs> you could have some CT. Come on, man. I got my bell rung, I know, in that game because I, I, t- I hit a guy head on. It was like on a pass play and uh well, like running backs kind of split out, and I was playing D end, and uh, you know, was this a straight drop back where one running back goes to one and block the other one blocks the other mm-hmm. end, you know? And you can get some pretty good collisions in those situations, and uh, we racked face max pretty hard. And I remember, like, I remember I was I was always very vocal and loud. I was kind of like a Steve Entman kind of from the Huskies, you know, just like throwing my hands up in the air Dude, after you're a tackle. And loud now. 
Yeah, I, no, I mean, I was, I was like, like jacking up to like, like super right. Yeah. I was gonna say I could see you just like. I would try to intimidate people by being just loud and mm-hmm. like aggro and shit. And uh, well, it works sometimes. It does. It did some some probably. people. Um, but for the most part, I mean, it's football. You know, that was one thing. I was like, people, you know, I'd see dudes like played against a guy from Dufer. He was by far the best football player I ever played against. Um, his name one was of those Jeremy. Outliers. Dude, his name was Jeremy Fullenweider. We had a dude on our team. He was a stud. He was like six two, like two twenty five, um, and he was built. You know, um, this guy was like six one, like two two oh five, two ten. I mean, he he ran like a freaking thoroughbred. Whoa! And we were doing opening kickoff. Dufer, Oregon came all the way. To Wishka to play us so opening kickoff. We happened to go to like a single blocking assignment, so I was like counting over from the end. I was like, okay, that guy's my guy. I was like, call out your number. I was like, I got number three. I got number three. And he's like, I got you. And I'm, I'm like sizing him up. I'm like, dude, looks like he can run. Looks pretty jacked, you know. <laughs> and so they kick the ball off, and he's just uh, he sounds like a fucking thoroughbred. Like the, the ground is rumbling a little. He's like, I hear this rumble, and I'm like bracing. I'm bracing. It's funnier shit on the video. You watch it. Like I'm bracing, and you just see him just go smack. And Dude, he just literally runs right over the top of me you, and makes the tackle. Your fucking legs started going even just thinking about that, man. You're getting ready to get him and start fucking, one, two. Fucking run some formation yeah. in the fucking front room here. And I popped up. I popped, And the dude made the tackle, everything, man. And uh, I popped up. And I was like, dude, nice hit, man. He's like, way to take it, man. And so we lined up for offense. And we uh, we lined up. And this dude's playing middle backer. And he's like a yard and a half off the ball. And, and we told the running back because we fed him the ball like 30 times a game. Oh, fuck, I went too, he, After the game, he goes, as soon as I looked at him when he lined up in that fucking middle backer spot, I go, we are totally fucked, dude. <laughs> and he fucking ate our ass all game, well, dude. I can't. I'm trying to think. There was, you know, I really regret not giving more of a shit when I played football. Because I just I only did it because my buddies were doing it. I had no interest in it. I was so fucking lazy as an athlete. I just, uh, I so have the worst, oh, I just hate thinking about the potential that I, you know, you, you think of things you could have done and... Yeah, I tried to... What? Yeah. I can't hear you. Where did she get it from then? The lack of motivation is what she's saying. You shut up. You're setting a poor example, Kyle. No, she <laughs> has the good side of, yeah. of my aggro, which... Came out later, actually. I think I make her pissed off a lot when I start like razzing. Nobody her shit. pisses her off more than me. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. She actually. But I think I'm pretty sure. Like, I'll get the ball rolling on that, and then you'll stoke the fire. And then she just right? like I see the look at her face. She's like, "Fuck you guys! Fuck you guys!" You know, Henry actually <laughs> had the perfect thing. He goes, "This was. I wish we had it on, on recording." I know. I wish we had Chris Henry. It wasn't. But one time he's like, you know, he goes, uh, "Kayla's very much like you." He goes, if we piss you off enough, you'll fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. He goes, but we got to piss you off to do it. Right. And sometimes we're too exhausted to do that. <laughs> but he, he literally goes, but God damn, that could be, that could be work, man. Mm-hmm. He goes, it takes so much to get you fucking pissed off sometimes. Dude, it can be weeks, man. Weeks. I know. I go, it's just all that built up, man. I, just, I, just, I try to build it up. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. That's true, man. Yeah, and her best, and the thing is, you know, I'm not trying to just have the parade over Kayla here, but I don't remember myself ever being kind of the term I refer to as someone as a gamer. Like, she has always had the best performances. When it counts. Yeah, Yeah. when it it has to. Like, when she played soccer, and I, I, I really regret the coaching experience. You know, you talk about the coaching experience you had, that the guy was just a complete piece of shit as a coach right. as a person he's probably a good guy no he's not okay well so. then he's not but <laughs> i think he's overall he's um uh there's some there's is some he, there's uh, some suspect shit he's from not his like, past. um 
he's not like <clears throat> that person. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, no, I wouldn't compare him to him. Okay. Um, uh, no, no, I wouldn't yeah, compare him to him. It's not worth it. But uh, when she was a freshman, oh, wait, no, okay, she did play soccer as a freshman. Right. But the coach, she thought I'd been a coach, in my opinion. I, I remember voicing this to you. I, I walked up to you one time during her freshman year, and I said, hey, man, I go, you ever heard of any coach having the players warm up for 45 fucking minutes prior to something that requires oh, fucking running? Right. What? Oh, it must be two hours. Fuck. It's I mean, they would, everybody would be so exhausted, and the coach, her philosophy was, oh, they work better when they're tired. Is that why you had one fucking win all season? Yeah, right. Hello? Or, I mean, they had more I mean, than that, but... It was. Well, but I mean, obviously, they didn't have that great of a record no. to, for her methods to be proving themselves right. Well, she's not there anymore. It's not rocket science, she's not man. There anymore. It's not rocket science. And doing doing shit that's complicated, tired, is a recipe for running kids through a meat now, grinder. Dude. I think personally, I think you're a great fucking coach. You know, with with the powerlifting stuff, you just know how to coach. I mean, you you've been around it. You you like you most of your uh, not adolescenthood, but like probably grade school. You probably did. Pop Warner shit, maybe or just no. I never. There was that wasn't even like offered when I was in school. So when did you? So junior high was your first. Time. I played flag football in grade school. Uh, you know, third okay. through six. I think or in no, a fourth through sixth grade, you allowed to play flag, and then I played uh, football at Oklahoma. I played two years there. You just uh, you, we got you, tackle. You, you, that. you come across really good in the coaching sense of keeping kids in line, and and I I did coach uh, a flag football team with my mom. I she kind of let me I, run. I uh, um, it was sixth graders. It was, uh... Which isn't much difference than fucking 16-year-olds. Oh, man, yeah, it's it's a little more chaotic, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, it just shows for all them. the shit I worked on them for the whole season, and, like, but the last two games that we played, like, it all came together. It made the whole experience worth it, dude. Yeah. To have them see them, even though we didn't win the second-to-last game, the team we played, they, had, they were far better. But the first time we played them, I mean, they, like, I think they shut us out, and we... We lost like a couple touchdowns the second time we played them, so it was a vast improvement, yeah. you know. And well, we were like you, moving the ball and all you know, that. I stuff, don't know you if know? your coaching style was the same during that as I see it with the high school kids. Yeah, but I was cussing at sixth graders. Well, no, my mom was like, but "Look, that's my mom was like, you can't cuss." I'm like, oh, "Bullshit, I'm gonna yeah, cuss at them." Look, they, I remember they, they, I, I was in grade school. They're on the playground. Trust me. Oh, look, <laughs> especially now in the last. Fifteen years. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's there's nothing. I mean, as long as the principal's standing there, of course, you know, I'll clean it up. But yeah. if it's just you and me, I, you know. But your style is not like the style of coaching where you expect immediate improvement. No, you know, you have this really cool methodical approach to you formulate a plan. You know, in 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 your head, you think about what needs to be done, and you are really a perfect baby stepper in the sense of, look, we need to fix these things. Yeah, so that. Not right now, but here, yeah. you know, and that really pays off. I mean, you know, the people that listened and paid attention. And well, the one, the most consistent one is, you know, for the guys, obviously he's been a key game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, just, and just look at his technique when he lifts, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, one of these days he's like, trust me, it's going to happen if he keeps being consistent. He's going to start moving serious poundage because he's going to get those reps with that technique. I mean, the dude with a deadlift or a squat. I mean, I mean, his his, I his torso position does not budge one minute. I mean, that might be the slowest. I think I don't think I've even seen him cave over. No, not even the slightest, dude. I mean, he stays really 
And I don't know, maybe that's... It's hard for a dude with a torso as long as his, man. Trust me. I Well, you and I have long torsos, mm-hmm. but I have extremely short legs mm-hmm. and arms, dude. So for me, it's a little stranger. But he's got long arms and legs, yeah. so it's even harder to get yeah. that crank down. And, but yeah, no, the props to the guy, man. He fucking... No, he works, man. He, you know, sadly, though, his... His situation um, at home is he has to work. He has to have a job. No, yeah, I so, understand and that's that, too you know? bad. And, but I don't. I mean, I believe he's going to be back. Oh, he'll be back. I mean, you know, once school know, starts, nobody's you know, really, I, I think mean, nobody has had the consistency. I think once he gets a light, and once he gets his driver's license, too, he'll have a little more freedom to train. Oh, for sure, when, uh, for sure. He relies on his mom. Yeah, he relies on a ride. Yeah, and I've even told him too. Hey, you know, keep reaching out to me. Yeah. for a ride too, because I don't. You know, there's no dude. I, just, I need his new number too. I don't even oh, know. He has a new number. Yeah. I, just, I just get him on Facebook. I, I don't. I never. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, you're better off getting him on Messenger anyway. Yeah. I've, I've come to realize. I think that. it's uh, his mom had told me that you know for a punishment she will take his data away so he can't text right. only when he's on Wi-Fi or right. some shit. And and I um, I agree with that. You fucking yeah, yeah. you get your taken away. So yeah. it's all uh, it's all iPhones and gadgets these days, man. Oh, I know. I know. I was telling Kayla the other day. Um, she. Went, I think she went to, a, I can't remember what the situation was, if she went to a party or something, and I said, yeah, imagine, I was telling her about getting stuck in my dad's truck one time before we went, and I, I said, imagine if you, yeah, I said, imagine, like, she can't even comprehend, and I, I you got to walk 17 miles out well, to it, the nearest house. It was, actually, it was 12 miles. Yeah, or whatever. But the thing was, I go, pitch black, imagine you leave the house at 5 p.m. You take my truck and you leave at 5 p.m. And I don't know. I don't have... I don't have a clue where you are. I don't have this. You know what I have? I have silence. Yeah. That's what my parents had until I just came back. Yeah. You know, that's that's what they had. It was the honor system. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you've... You know, you were stuck to your own demise in the sense of you had to fix your own shit. Yeah. I mean, you... For one, you didn't want to... Call dad because you didn't want to get that ass kicked. Especially in. when you weren't in the place you said you were going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. You know, no, I'm not over at Dave's house. I'm out fucking heading towards Westport. Right. Stuck in a cranberry There's bog. A four kegger going on out there. Dude. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> so, anyways, if you want to get back yes. to the yes, please. Uh, quick, I got your, us. your history. I'm, I'm completely. I don't know. What, how are we doing on time? I'm not worried about it. Dude. All right, we'll go four hours. Whatever. <laughs> We'll talk to everybody in these. We're going to have a Rogan About marathon. three hours in, people right. are like, fuck this, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> bullshit. All right, so let's back up. Or so, let's go back to, uh, you played in the... All-state football game, All-state yeah. football game after you graduated. Yeah, after I graduated. Um, now, yeah. did you maintain any type of... I lifted, yeah, which is funny because my I want to say my... Summer after my junior year is when I first went to Timber Gym when it was in downtown Hoquiam. Like oh, way back. Would have been 90, early, like summer of 94, you know? So I want to say that was when I went there because my mom was going there. And that's when I met Donnie and Larry and uh, Steve. Uh, shoot, I forget his. Steve. God dang it. I can't think of his last name right now. Uh, is he the guy that owns Valero? No, he doesn't train there. He doesn't even live in town anymore. He oh, okay. You don't talk Steve about Hodge. Him. Steve Hodge. Oh, okay. I've heard that name before. Yeah. And Jan, Larry's brother, was still there training Fucking there. Jan. Jan Benner. And then uh, uh, Jerry, uh, uh, Jesus, I'm farting blanket names here. Uh, anyways, Ugly Jerry, I call him. I give him shit all the time. Because anytime he sees me walk in, he's like, oh, Jesus, I got to go. My like, God, I was like, God damn. I was like, anybody ever told you, you are just the ugliest son of a bitch I've ever seen? <laughs> 
but the dude's such an animal, dude. I, like he could just like literally pick you up and just like slam you on the ground, probably turn you into dust. You know. I like that, though. Jerry's a cool guy though, but I gotta give him shit though. Uh-huh. Um. Anyways, yeah. So I that was I went there and uh, trained. You know, I don't know. Definitely during the summertime, I was in there quite a bit. I learned some stuff from them. Um. I actually is that when you got the powerlifting bug? No, no, I didn't get the powerlifting bug until. Uh, well, I'll try to speed this up. Well, graduated so- school. Um, uh, lifted a little bit after that. Um, I got into playing guitar. I played guitar a little bit when I was like twelve. Oh, I had yeah, an acoustic. Okay. Um, yeah. I learned like you know some basic songs, you know, "Smoke on the Water," you know, uh, like "Knocking on Heaven's Door" or something like that. That's C- cool. A couple songs. I wasn't really. I wasn't. I couldn't really play to really at all. Um, but then uh, my last half of my senior year, the band teacher offered an elective uh, guitar class, which I was like, this is great, you know, last half of the year, you can take mm-hmm. off, you know, and hey, you can fart around on the guitar. And I didn't really take it too serious um, at that time. It wasn't until like right after I graduated that I got, I started taking playing guitar mm-hmm. serious. Um, and yeah, I would just like put myself in my bedroom and like just play for like an hour or two at a time, take a break. So you're basically, I mean, for the most part, you're self-taught. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much, yeah. I mean, I learned tabs. I can't read music. Um, I learned, like, tabs, you know, you just, which is, you know, if you you know, it's pretty simple, really, tabs are. Um, But no, the one guy that I ended up, uh, Joe, who was a year younger than me, he got really good in that guitar class, like, fast. Like, he, within, like, a month and a half, he was playing, like, Clapton songs and shit. We're like, whoa, dude. Do you you believe some guys are just naturally good at Uh, certain things? Yeah, he picked it up super fast, yeah. And he's always had a crazy ear, like, uh, Uh, he learned anything I wanted to learn. Like, if I wanted, like, hey, man, show me how to play this song. And I'd play it on a CD or something for him, and he would just like, it's like this, you know? Fuck. So that, like, the most of the songs I ever learned, like, the for, like, the first, like, couple years, I mean, I learned, like, well, like cover songs, I learned from him, because... Just like that just fucking blow me away. It was awesome to have him around, though, because I didn't need... I didn't, back then, there was no internet. No. If you wanted to learn shit, you had to buy, like, music books from the band or a certain album. It was like, they were, like, 20 bucks a pop or 15 or some shit like that. Subscribe to some magazine. Was it called Guitar? Yeah, I got Guitar World. And, Guitar and World they would, have, had, would have tabs. Yeah, where it would they show you... They usually have, like, four or five tabs it every would be, year. Yeah, it would show yeah. you where to just... I bought a lot of those, yeah. too. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I was always so envious because I my, my brother played guitar and still does and he's pretty good. He was all self taught and I I tried to play and I've tried to play other instruments. I mean, it's I, just like anything, man. I mean, if you want to do something, my brain, you're gonna get out what you put into it. You know? Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. The hardest part, though, and I tell people this, like, because I have a couple of buddies, like one in particular is a really good friend of mine. Um, he knows chords and he can't transition that smooth. And he's like, God, he's like. I should play more. I'm like, dude, I'm like, if you're never going to get those transitions smooth until, like, you ingrain it in your brain. Yeah. Like, once it is ingrained into your motor patterns of your hands and your fingers, like, it really doesn't go away. You might get a little rusty, mm-hmm. but it's always there. Man, see, um, I, I But just, it, getting to that point, though, is the bitch, though. I had the hardest. I, I Even still, my focus is short. Right. I can't. I tell him, I'm, I'm like, dude, man, play 15 minutes a day, whatever you can. Yeah. Just play every day. Play every day for a month and see what happens. You'll go, you probably blow yourself away, man. Probably. And just pick like three chords and work on transitioning from because that's the hardest part. People can like play chords, but they're like, okay, wait, wait, and then, you know, because their fingers are their mo- it's just like muscle memory, yeah. you know. You, they got to get trained to do that, you know. You're teaching your fingers to do shit that they definitely don't want to do, man. No, no, your it's, fingers it feels it's not natural. Dude, they want to put them. You're putting your fingers in like the weirdest spots, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, I got into really got it right into guitar and uh. 
Um, yeah, from there, I was about 19. I was, went to Grace Harbor College. I went like a, you know, a quarter and I dropped out. Then I went to work for my dad in the woods, uh, logging. I was chasing, just like shovel logging, mm-hmm. you know, cleaning logs, whatever, whatnot, running cat. Um, did that. I, I think I got fired from him like three times for <laughs> being drunk and, you know, partying all the time. Um, I basically went all the way through, man, like it was about 2009. Well, I got sober in 2008. Uh, I mean, I spent basically... Uh, from like 18, 19, like I really started partying at like 17. But I mean, I really started partying at like 19, 20. And like spent a whole decade and change like doing more shit than most people do in a lifetime. Um, and then, you know, I got sober and then uh, I got laid off in 2009 when everybody got laid off, you know, because yeah. the economy tanked. And I sat I was sitting around for like almost that whole year. Um, and I still smoked at that time. So I was like a cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, I smoked cigarettes for like 15, <gasps> 17 years or some shit like that. Oh my god, yeah. dude. So those dudes, that was like that was like packing half two two packs a day, dude. Well, you don't do anything halfway, do you? No, I go full. full yes, tail. you yeah. do. Yeah. So, anyways, I uh, it was I remember I was smoking in our garage one day. It was like winter time, and I was like, I go look at my wife. I'm like, you know what I should do? And like after being on my ass for a year and collecting an appointment, just feeling like a worthless pile of shit, you know. Like, God, I should go to the gym. She's like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm like, fuck, why didn't I think of this like a year ago? <laughs> so I started, well, you're wasted. Right. So I went to the gym and I was like, I think I like bought a membership. Like right when I went down, I saw Larry and he remembered me. And I was like, hey, how's it going, Larry? And I was like, oh, yeah, shit. I was like, I remember these exercises. And then it would hit me. And I was like, uh, and I'd like, oh, wait a minute. How the fuck do you do this? And I'd go to Larry. I had no qualms in asking for help about how to do shit, you mm-hmm. know. It's a little different than when you're 18. Then you're like, well, I was like 34 when I went there, when I started lifting again. Okay. Um, so I had no problems asking people for help on how to do shit because I didn't want to fucking run my ass in a meat grinder. Yeah. And then I started, you know, doing that. And I trained just like whatever, like some of the other guys do, like Cole and those guys, you know, just like bodybuilding kind of mm-hmm. workouts, you know, whatever, just lifting. Um and then I was like farting around one day and I was always see like Ed and Bill and Chris and all those guys, you know, and Joe and they're all like fucking, they were lifting in gear and shit. Most of them were. And I was like, fuck, that's so cool, man. I'm like, I never saw him lifting gear, but. Oh yeah, he was fucking. Yeah. Dude, oh, that, go ahead, please. That, please. that old, the gym on the corner, yeah. the old Linen Coles, man, the fucking Friday nights would be like, dude, just a complete sweat box in there. It yeah. smelled like ass and fucking <laughs> icy hot and Bill's nuts and oh man, it was bad, dude. But it was cool though, <laughs> at the same time. And so uh, I was farting around one day, like trying to do some box squats, you know. And Ed happened to walk over, and he was like, "Hey man, how's it going?" He's like, he started, uh, you know, chatting me up. And he's like, "So, so what do you want to do?" You know. At that point, I was kind of like losing motivation and like lifting weights because it's like, well, I don't have to go if I don't want to. I'm not really training for anything, you know. He's like, uh, "I was like, I don't know. I was thinking about maybe like going and like taking boxing classes or doing something different mm. or." I don't know what I want to do. He's like, why don't you train with us, man? I'm like, I think that'd be cool. He's like, yeah, dude, that's fine. He goes, just, you know, if you're going to do it, do it, though. That's, you know, he's like, don't, you know, mm-hmm. you punk out, you know, we probably won't talk to you anymore. <laughs> and so I think it was like that Friday I came into squat and uh, fucking Bill, Bill was like, dude, he was like a gorilla back then. I mean, he was an absolute gorilla. And he, I, the first thing Bill ever said to me, Looks at me, sizes me up on the part, and goes, "You have a pretty mouth." <laughs> I was like, "Goddamn!" And Ed's like, "Don't worry about Phil. He's a he's, or Bill. He's a disgusting bastard." 
Yes, he is. <laughs> but anyways, after that. So, yeah, I started training with those guys. And then, uh, yeah, uh, hurt my shoulder. I had to take some time off for that. I actually had to tear my rotator cuff. Um, I didn't lift for like three months, really, anything. I was really down and out. And yeah, so from there, just kind of. And now in the last year, I've been like uh, my motivation towards like powerlifting is definitely not there. Um, maybe it'll come back. I mean, I still enjoy training, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I've realized, though, with the kids, you know, like in coaching the kids, you know, I'm the kind of person, like, if I'm going to help somebody out, like, I, I need to be all the fucking way in and yeah. devote or I'm out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't, I, I find myself half-assing a lot now and I kind of feel bad for doing that just because I'm not coming in as right. often as I normally do, you know. You know, the kid being the age he is, you know, we're going camping and stuff mm-hmm. in the summertime, and those are experiences and the memories that he'll too, have, you know. You know. It's like I posted that message in, 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 this, in the team chat. It's like, look, if people can make it, in cool, but I, I expect people to have summers, you know I mean? Right. Uh, go have your fucking summer, man. But on the same, on the same token, or well, on the, well, at the going. same time, you can't expect to not train all summer and pick yeah. up right where you right. left off. It's right. not going to, it doesn't no, work that it does way. it does not work that way. You know, and high school kids always thinking that, you know, and I thought the same way too back then. And it's like, God, I was like, I, like Michael, for instance, mm-hmm. like, God bless his soul. You know, he's so new to this. Mm-hmm. He's starting to see the light a little bit now. It's like, it seems you like can't, you're not going to be your strongest every day of the week. Yeah. It doesn't work like that, man. You've got to tear it down to build it back up again, man. Mm-hmm. If you're going to con- constantly do singles, dude, you're, you're going to be a broken piece of shit, dude. I think he. And you're too young to be broke. I really hope he's seeing the light. Because I think he was because he, he was feeling like he's always he, complaining about his back. Well, no fucking shit. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you need to get your <laughs> your, your glutes and your hamstrings working. When we were dead, uh, helping him oh, yeah, yeah. Like, a couple weeks ago or whatever yeah, that was, he was like checking out. Like you were trying to yeah, uh, technique working uh, on the two wheels, you know. And I remember that last rep he pulled. He was like, set it down. He's like, oh, and he grabbed towards the back of his hamstrings. I'm like, ah. I go, are you feeling it back mm-hmm. there? He goes, yeah, man. I was like, that's it's what... uncomfortable as shit, isn't it? He's like, I go. You know how you feel right now and how you might feel tomorrow from deadlifting like you just did? I go, that's the muscles that need to be, you need to be feeling. I mean, obviously, when you lift heavy enough, your little back's going to get involved and mm-hmm. that's going to be a part of it. But if you have no glute or no hamstring tightness you are and your lower back's constantly fried, it's just a matter of time before, you know, that thing's going to shit out. I never, you, uh, when I was new, you know, I, I, I wasn't like Michael. I just did exactly what... I, what was prescribed basically but you know, get exactly what out of I was a magazine told to yeah do. yeah that's what I did I went with the group and I did exactly what you know didn't deviate from anything even if you're feeling like shit and, and I kept thinking like you know bam like my hamstrings and my glutes were always fucking so fucking sore from doing shit and I'm like why why did my hamstrings sore from squatting you know why are my hamstrings sore from deadlifting right and then you know all of a sudden you're like People like you would be the one to be like, say, okay, little, you know, like, like, load up your hamstrings or something. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck's that mean? And then one day I was like, oh, I got fucking hamstrings. Yeah, right. They're, right. They're a big mover, man. Right. And they're on the, the leverage side that you want them on, well, too. It's amazing man. how <laughs> much, when you're, when you get more in tune with it, how much you feel it really yeah. engage. I mean, it's crazy. That's, you know, and then when talking about going to Ohio, my wife was cool enough to like, buy me a trip to Ohio to go to Elite no, that, FTS. That badass, and I got to hang out in freaking, although Ohio's not a cool place to hang out, but at that time, like I was, that's what I was really into. And I, I learned so much. Um, 
a week over there. I got to go lift at Elite FTS. I got invited back by Dave Tate the following day because he's in a, my hotel lobby in London um, with the whole Elite FTS team that was coaching us that day. Um, and, and I listened to him bullshit from like we sitting right there, you know, yeah. two hours. And like Steve Goggins right next to me and Eric Marosher and Marshall Johnson. And it's like we're just, we were all three, four of us or three of us were like basically listening to Dave talk because he has fucking coolest stories, you know. But that's cool though. And he got up, he's like, oh shit, it's midnight, man. He's like, I gotta go. And he looks right at me, he's like, so you're coming down tomorrow, right? I'm like, uh, fucking where, man? He's like, to the gym. You're gonna come train with us, right? I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, what time? He's like, nine o'clock. I was like, okay. And uh, I think maybe because I was from Washington and I came so far. Well, you probably felt like. Well, and you just knew that, you know, hey, man, I want to give you a little more for that's you know, the money. Because cool. sure a lot of people that. came from, like, it was sure. so, people are like, oh, I came from Pittsburgh. He's like, oh, fuck, that's a long. He's like, no, it's like a 10 hour drive. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm way the fuck over here, aren't I? Yeah, you just took like a fucking, what, five and a half hour flight. Yeah, it was something like that. At something 200 like that. and fucking 50 miles an hour. So it's yeah. a little more than 10 hour drive. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Fuck. No, it was a long drive. Yeah, in Ohio, yeah. So anyways, yeah, it was cool. Um, out of like whatever, there was like 80 people or I think there was like 80 people there that were at the powerlifting experience thing that I did. I was like the only one invited back. Um, it was cool, well, man. Well, dude, you're a cool guy, though. I mean, I, I, I can see that happening for sure. Uh, Dave, and Dave's, he literally is, he's a fucking awesome dude, man. I mean, that whole slogan, live, learn, pass on. I mean, he fucking, he lives it and he breathes it, man. I mean, it's not a joke. It's not a, it's not a sales pitch. I mean, it's the whole, not only Dave, but everybody on that team yeah. that's a part of Lead FDS. That's their mentality. Yeah. I mean, the fucking positive attitude like it's it's fucking it was so contagious in there man and then the following day to go back and watch all the guys from the team train you had goggins over there like so i come in and like it was like i can't remember somebody asked me so what do you feel like doing i'm like well jesus i've done i'd done like three meets in a matter of like two and a half months um i just literally did a meet the day before they ran it just like a meet i pr'd on a bench and a squat you know um, I did PR on a deadlift, but yeah, that was just because, down. yeah, I was, I was like, I'm definitely not fucking deadlifting. I'm definitely not squatting. <laughs> my hip was absolutely killing me. Yeah. Um, I was like, Oh fuck, I'll bench, you know? So I benched with Vincent DeCenzo and, uh, Clint Darden. Granted, I worked up to their, like their, you know, fourth warm up, and I'm yeah. like, but I hit like 325 for a double, which I don't think That's I'd ever done that at that man. time. You know, after benching 345 the night before or the day before, um, then I did some slight accessories and I was out. I really then, believe that the energy in the environment you're in will have something to do with no, your it's, performance. Absolutely, yeah. man. Training partners, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, when everybody, like, we, there's glimpses of it nowadays, like, where there might be a Friday where, like, it's like, you're in there and you're like, this is fucking, this is the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that, that used to be like that, like, every fucking when session, I, when, dude. I, when I first started training with you guys, it was like that. Yeah. I mean, it was such a routine of... Mondays deadlift, Wednesdays bench. Yeah, Friday, everybody's so on there, and it and it's hard when people are running their different programs. You mm-hmm. know, it's I mean you, you're on it, you get everybody's there for each other, but it's a little, it's a little more, it's a little less, it's less connected. People it's a little more off. disconnect. People have be, branched off because you're doing this and you're doing this. Even though we're all training together, we're not doing the same thing. Right. You know, for for quite a while it was literally. I mean, it was. Just a fucking succession of, you know, one person would go, next person would go, and then yeah, but all the same lift, yeah, everybody's on the Everybody same the same thing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that when me and Ed ran for a while um, together there for a clip, and um, we were training together, and on dynamic effort days, they were uh, 
those those are like the best speed day workouts I've ever had. I mean, he was, and Ed, like, you know, he hadn't done speed work in like three years, and he was like, yeah, he's a little grindy, a little slow the first mm-hmm. week, or, but dude, he, 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 has, he responds to speed work so fucking fast. By like week three, I mean, he's fucking flying off the box. I'm like, dude, like for me, when I first started doing conjugate training, um, I, I really didn't start seeing benefits from speed work till about six, eight weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm starting to pop off this thing now. You know, but I was saying my training age was, you know, for young, really, when you yeah. think about it, you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I lifted, when I first started lifting and training with those guys, you know, I mean, I'm more talking like bent, rounded, lower back, deadlifts and shit. It's like, sure, I was moving weight, you know, and I don't move that kind of weight as, as often as I do now as I did then. Yeah. But I came to the point where I fucked my back up a couple times, um... I had issues, and I'm like, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, what? I'm 37 or whatever. I'm like, if I'm gonna do this shit, I need to do it fucking right because yeah. I don't want to be, you know, I'm not no, fucking 20 right. anymore, man. Well, for sure. Then, so I've always, you know, as of right now, it's like, God, you know, lifting heavy just. It, I think more than anything, man, it, mentally, it, it breaks. It got to me a little more in the last year, like the mental grind. Mm-hmm. Of how it, what the toll it takes on you mentally. To Last yourself. year, though, there's been something else to go with that. In my opinion, um, it, it feels like there's not like when you walk in on a dynamic effort day, you don't feel that like buzz, buzz, yeah, yeah that electricity in the yeah. air kind of thing, and and it's just more and more frequently you go in and it's more of like a somber type buzz yeah. than than the super high there was energy. one a few Fridays ago uh, it might have been a month ago there was a Friday we were all in there and I the tunes I, were cranking that was like that was just like that was days. one of the that was I think I know what you're talking yeah, about there was a um, lot of people in there yep Joe all, everybody was everybody in there everybody was in there yeah, yeah. Was, I think everybody Henry was in there that night yep he was I think in there he was, only, well, was he in there oh shit I can't I think, I think if, 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 so then I'm thinking of where it was everybody was moving shit good and everybody was all, it was just it was the kind of diet where, like, Christian was doing his all his Oli lifts, and then he comes over and he starts pulling on the, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I think and that was. Know, I thought he fucking pulled like five wheels or something after. Yeah, some ridiculous the, the, the shit. Fucking, but it, the energy was just ridiculous yeah. that night too, and, and yeah. that's it's contagious on that shit. It is, man. But it's harder when you get older, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's, that's you know everybody's on their own. You know there used to be. There was no question. It's like you know whatever five o'clock. That was training time. You know. Yeah. Five thirty. You know. And yeah, it's kind of gotten away from that. But you know, like Chris says, you just keep showing up, man. It's funny. There's been a couple times. Um, it's, it's pretty rare if if I go in there and don't do anything. But there's been a couple times where I've forced myself to go and just go in there. And even even if I just walked in, walked around the fucking you know the, track the not yeah. even the track. I just walked in where my put my bag down, yeah. walk around the thing, take a piss walk back in, grab my bag, and go. Because it's just like, I can't fucking... But I didn't break my habit of going. Right. And and if I do that, that's going to be really bad. So, can't do that. But things are picking up a little bit on, on my end just because I don't hurt as bad right now. But, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing, too. I mean, you do this shit, I mean, you're going to deal with pain, you know, especially when you're like, you training like a power lifter. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you got to get used to pain. But sometimes it gets, you know... Yes. Sometimes you have to back off certain shit, you know. I mean, like 
Well, you have to listen to your body you too. Have to, you have to auto-regulate. Yes. Yeah. You know, if you have shit like planned out, like when I had, the last meet I did was a couple. It's been two years ago now, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did a weight cut, and I worked with Rob, you know, and he gave oh, yeah, me yeah, plans. Yeah. And I, yep, yep, yep. Because I, I was like, I was eating a bunch of shit, and I just came to him, and I was like, dude, I was like, I, I need help, man. I'm like, I need help. I eat too much shit. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, man, I'll work out some meal plans tonight for you. I'm like, all right, whatever. You yeah, know? you were showing me that. I mean, he had that shit dialed in, man. I mean, he seems to know his shit. I mean, it's just, it's not rocket science, but like, I just, like, I, I, it, it I wanted nice for you not to think about. I it. didn't want to think about right. it. I wanted, right. yeah, I wanted it like spelled out for me. And that, so that goes a long way. And you know what? I only followed his plans like. Uh, I was on like uh, sixteen weeks. Or I was gonna say it wasn't a ton weeks. of time. No, I draw. I went from two twenty five, two twenty. Uh, like I think it was like two twenty five that day. I asked him, mm-hmm. um, and I got down to. I made weight. I was actually weighed in less than one ninety eight, but uh. But you did it right though. You know, you didn't try to do it all in one. No, shot. I was using like a pound, pound and a half and, a week. And you just plugged away, man. Yeah. And you came in that meat fucking strong too. I mean, that was in really good shape too. Yeah, like, dude, you had a good. I remember. Didn't you pull like five hundred one? No, I pulled like. like Four eighty or something like that. I probably had five hundred in me. Where I've seen, but I, I, the last couple of meets I'd had, I'd had like uh, the deadlift had been kind of like I'd get my opener and then just bricked on my second. I was like, I just really wanted to win on the deadlift yeah. that day. Where they you know, and the, all the weights I did, they were never they were weights that I'd obviously handled before when I was heavier. So it wasn't like it was new weights, but mm-hmm. definitely heavier weights at one ninety eight. You know, mm-hmm. um, so it was it was kind of a weird feeling after the meet. I was like. I was like twelve seventy something. I told him, "Was this, this a fucking dog shit total?" You know, but I was I started to think like, man, I think the last time I lifted one ninety eight, like I might have totaled like just over eleven something maybe. So I guess in reality, you know, over those t- that time, I did get stronger. You know, mm-hmm. well, I think um, so. But my technique also improved, which you know, that to me is more important than grinding out a question mark spine deadlift. <laughs> Right, I, I definitely had those. No, it's more way more important too. Yes, that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I worked with Robin. Yeah, and got down and and then I did a meat prep and I I had it all planned out. It was like ten weeks. Well, the tenth week it was like a deload, but I had everything in my notebook, wrote down what I was gonna do, you know. And I there was a couple weeks. Um, there was a couple max effort lowers where like you know I was working in the woods at that time. Um. And it was like spring, and you know, I, I sweat like a mofo and in steep shitholes. I mean, hiking my ass off. You I know? were there for a while, dude. When when you were, I mean, I wasn't the only one who would just be like, "Fuck, man, Johnny." You know, you come in after miles of fucking hill hiking. I wouldn't and shit. talk to anybody. Yeah. No, it, it would take you sometimes, man, sometimes about forty five minutes before you'd even want to talk to somebody. Yeah. You, know, you, you go through your very methodical. Nice and slow warm up, and then you would start to come out of not you know work because you were hating it doing that shit. Well, I was it wasn't so much hating it. I was hating who my well, yes, boss was. Yes, I would not, yes. I wouldn't say, I'm not well, going to use hate, the word. Hate is not the right. I wasn't going to say. I wouldn't say the word hate. But you but, weren't um, happy. I fucking disliked him very, very much. He's yeah. a fucking. Uh, he's a fucking selfish ungrateful son of a bitch is what he is. See, and it's, uh, it's almost impossible to work with someone like that, man. And family or not, it doesn't matter. I mean, What's even worse when it's family? You know, what's, and you know what's funny? It's like, now that I don't work, and I'm step back, and I, and I look, and I'm like, okay, so you have two brothers and, and two sisters. And you have, well, one deals with you and, and hangs out with you, mainly, I think, because she lives close. But you got t- two brothers and a sister that really don't want to have anything to fucking do with you. It's like, maybe... 
You right. think it's your fucking character flaw and how you treat people? You know? I mean, the fucking... There was times in the woods, like... Uh, oh, God. He was young. I'm not going to get to what the story was. Anyways, yeah. he was be he wasn't he wasn't listening to the questions that I was asking him. He could, uh, and so basically, it come down and I told him he was fucking had me running up and down the sail back and yo yo like fucking yo yo because it was hard to see you trying to shoot a distance a lot of brush and shit. Yeah, and I'm just trying to tell him. I go, is it the one fucking alder you know that's closest to you? you and he wouldn't fucking listen. He goes, you fucking up the hill. Oh my god, like four fucking times. It's hot out. And I'm fucking. It's steep. And I go, oh, yo, yo, and up and down the hill. Finally, I come down the fourth time. I go, motherfucker, I go, I'm going to fucking come down there. I'm going to fucking kick your ass. I was fucking, dude, I'm, I was ready to throw down. I'll bet you were. The, the dude that worked with us, Roberto, which he was the only reason I think I even was able to stay as long as I did because yeah. his fucking, uh, his attitude and his, he's like, honestly, he's like, he, I, he's a fucking friend. I love the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a fucking great human being. And he probably also kept you from, he kept me sane. Hurting dude. this motherfucker. Too, oh yeah. No, he was like terrified that. that day though. He oh, was fucking, he was sitting back on behind, you know, cause we were, we were in, anyways, he was back off of it and he was just kind of hunkered down and I come down, I marched right down to him. I'm like, motherfucker. And he's like, okay, we just need to calm down, man. I'm like, no, no, you need to calm the fuck down, man. I go, will you fucking listen when I say something instead of just flapping your gums and not hearing a fucking yeah, word not I say? like a fucking stupid piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like, God, I got it's, something to say, man. I told him one time years before that, this is just me and him in the woods, about my, my car got broke, whatever, and I was like, my four-wheel drive was all fucked up, my hubs and shit, and finally I told him, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to get it fixed, you know, today, I'm taking it in. He's like, oh, that's good, you need to get that fucking thing in there, and you know, you need to get it fixed. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting it done today. That's what, that's what I'm anyways, he beat it in like three times. He started, you need to get that work. By the third time he said it, I, I fucking, we were outside getting our shit on. But you just told him you're going to do it. Yeah, you know, I, look, I straight up, I looked at it, and I go, listen, motherfucker, I go, you ever talk to me like that again, I will fucking knock you out. I'm a fucking grown-ass man. Right. Don't ever fucking talk to me like that again. And he just went, Well, not to mention, you just fucking told yeah. him you're going to do it. No, that's so why I've told him. I'm like, I'm like, dude, you should hear the way you fucking talk to people. It's Ooh. fucking, un- it's uncalled for, man. It's unacceptable. See, I'm surprised you ain't been fucking knocked out multiple times in your life. Because wow. you were a fucking asshole when you talked to people. It's ridiculous, man. It's uncalled for. That reminds me of... I have a, I, I got to be very careful with how I word this because my, my buddy may listen to this. So Well, now you just gave it away. I know, I know. I, I, I probably have, but... Uh, let's just say this. Man, I totally opened a can of worms on this one. Better not do it, man. Nah, look, it's it's in the past. It happened a long time yeah, ago, and right. my friend knows that it was a fuck up. In mm-hmm. my, he has to. So I had a, a home poker tournament that I used to put on. Uh, we lived in Southside. I had a, we had a nice kind of two car garage that yeah. I used as my poker room, and it was uh, where you buy in for let's say ten bucks. Okay. So and and there's a rebuy. Right. A rebuy. One rebuy. Before the end of, like, I think I had Second like, round? I had it pretty deep, like the fourth round oh, or wow. something. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And the only question that I was asked about any of that was, this is exactly how it was worded. So I can buy in at any time prior to the end of the fourth round. And I say, verbally, I say, yes. So we play. Right. You didn't uh, put a chip limit or nothing out or anything? Nope. Okay. Nope. I just figured since they were all seasoned players that morally we're going to just go along with how it goes along. Right. But I found out that certain people like to circumvent things in their favor. Right. Especially when it's in their favor. Right. So long story short, 
he flops the nut flush in this hand, and there's two other people in the hand. One guy's got pocket aces, the other guy's got like also a flush draw, but obviously not the nut draw. Right. Or not so a he's draw. getting paid. He's going to get paid for sure. Yeah, by one of them for sure. So, but both of them have uh, more chips than he does. Okay. So in the middle of the fucking hand, after the flop, oh, he, he says, Levi? This is what I say. I go, yeah, but, and before I even finish the sentence, he, he was prepared for this. But you said, Oh my God, dude. Boom, 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 boom. Now, right. my buddy won't even, like, I could tell he's mortified. That's, that's, nothing that's said. fucking chicken and, shit. And it was, it was, it was his dad yeah. and his uncle that, that pulled this on me. Yeah. Now, I could have, because it was my game, I could have said, fuck you. Yeah. But I thought. Not in the middle of a hand. I just, I literally just said, okay, you know, like, okay, like, mm. this is how we're going to do it, fine. And uh, he ends up winning the, winning the tournament, and I, I got knocked out, I think, at whatever point, but I just kept dealing, so right. it wasn't right. moving around yeah, as yeah, easy. Right. Yeah, the deals. game goes faster. When, yeah. Well, way right. faster, and I wanted it over at that point. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, gets done, and, um, like, there was probably 18 of us there. Yeah, that's a pretty good turnout. Almost everybody rebought, so there was a decent money in the yeah. pot, you know, and it, it was like always a 50, 30, 20, I think is how it paid out, yeah. first, second, third. And uh, he takes like a $20 bill and throws it down in front of me and is like, uh, yeah, he's got to take care of the dealer or something. And I just thought, fuck you, you, man. man. <laughs> fuck you. I just thought, God, that was. I mean, yeah, that's no. If you play cards, like you should know that you don't get to rebuy during the middle of a fucking hand well, that you're involved. They in. know. Yeah. Everybody yeah. fucking knows. And it's a fucking dick move, yeah. man. Um, yeah. How are we doing on time? Running long. Uh, we are. It's going. Uh, we're at an hour and seventeen, but I was. Uh, we can go a little longer if you don't. Say she's. She tell me she's feeling pretty nauseous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if I you want to wrap it up, yeah, we can wrap, it, we'll up, wrap it up pretty quick, but. Dude, you got to come back. I mean, we I, I got to come out there or something because I have a feeling we got a lot more to talk about. Oh yeah, I can get into like the uh, and it's hard to once you start going past an hour. No, yeah, it's hard yeah, for it's, people to, yeah to stay with it. They yeah. got they got to do it in chunks. I hear you. No, I I'm the same way. After a while, I'm like, all right, kind of beating a dead horse. But I think I think it'd be really cool if we came up with a couple of topics. We'll get into the. I'll t- we'll talk about uh, band ears. And oh yeah, 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 um, dude! You could even bring in a guitar. No, I don't need to do that. There's there's plenty of stories. Well, that's for me though, not yeah. like <laughs> I could. I've been anyway. Yeah, I've been playing again and writing songs and shit. I think that's awesome. You know the the punk rocker that plays acoustic guitar now. How fucking cliche, right? No, but see, I think it's cool myself. No, it's I, hey man, I, it's I think it's badass. Like, look, that night that uh, uh, you and Keegan were in there playing guitar. Yeah. Man, I, I tell him when I'm like, that was fucking so awesome to me. That that, I love that shit. I mean, because I look at it like, okay, real quick, one, one last blurb. A lot of people, you hear them say, fucking hate country music, fucking hate this, fucking hate screamo, fucking hate punk, or, or whatever. They don't like it. They turn into a hate. Yeah, I was that guy. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I'm like, fuck, I can't. I don't regularly listen to country music. I don't regularly listen to certain other types of genre music, but I sure as fuck appreciate it because I can't do it. Yo, yeah, I, I cannot fucking play that, it. Yeah. I can't play an instrument. I mean, I have the utmost respect for for that. Just you know, the biggest thing with uh, as I'm not, I, I'm definitely not as jaded as I as I was years ago, and like so close minded to other genres of music as I am now. I'm pretty open, but uh, the one, the one thing that I hold true, like. 
what gets me with like you if you want to call it the new country it's whatever pop country um that luke brand and all that bullshit it's that is that really country though I, no I mean, not really i mean it's not i don't hardly it. even hear it's, it's, it's pop anymore. music it's that's what it is it's pop music it, it's it's like pop music with with a little more uh country it's sound. pandering shit man they're just like but, but they don't sound like the country singers no like like, like real haggard and those guys not even no close, i mean i hate to say i don't know if country Fans like the word twang, but there's no twang. In well, that's the, the easiest way to explain. I don't know how to explain it, though, because yeah, yeah. I'm just I, I don't know. But you'll get some steel guitar. It sounds and all that. pop. It sounds like it's, pop. Yeah, it's, it's it's watered down, like kind of like it's just because there's like in Nashville, what is they're adding? I don't know, there's like a dozen songwriters, and they just pump out songs and sell them to these freaking artists, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't fucking believe you, man. Whatever happens, everything right, you say out of your mouth, I don't believe a fucking word of it. Wendy uses that term too. She'll just be like, I don't, I don't buy it. And people aren't, you know, you yeah, you get the. I hate to say it, man. I'm going to shit on a lot of people, but I don't fucking care, man. You get the people that, you know, okay, you get people that they want to listen to something, but they're not into searching avenues of like, hey, I got my satellite radio, I got my radio, whatever that's playing, mm-hmm. that's fine for me. And you know what? Fuck it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But I'm still going to fucking rip it and tell you that, you know, there's a laundry list of fucking other shit out oh, there absolutely. that is far better that you would appreciate more. But, you know, I understand I understand the reason for radio and why it's popular because the majority of people mm-hmm. just want to fucking be pandered to. They don't want to think. They want to be pandered just, just, It's just like, just like this, give one, it to com- me. one comedian dude, I fucking forget his name, it's fucking hilarious about country. He's like, he's like, yeah, they're just pandering to you. He's like, a dirt road, a cold <laughs> beer, a pretty girl. Dude, there's a guy. Fuck, it's like, yeah, pretty much, man. I got to look up his name now. He's been on the Joe Rogan podcast a couple of times. Um... Damn it. But his country, he's a country artist, and he is not on, he's never been on the radio, never been on TV. But he's got a good following on iTunes. He's making a decent So, like Cody Jinx or something? Well, I compare his music, his his country is basically like the country version of Two Life Crew. Oh, wow. Okay. Dude, he is like. Filthy. One of them is like a. (laughs) 2 a.m. It's like what is this like bar time or bar time and eating pussy or something like that. Oh like, no, I'm the, the, you know what I'm talking about? Kicking ass, eating pussy, yes, kicking ass yes, guy. Yeah, yes. yes. I, yeah, I forget the guy's name. Dude, no, that I shit's hilarious, man. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's hilarious. I want to get that and have that pumping through <laughs> fucking Donnie's. <laughs> Night, man. And see how long it takes him to like you know do it. And eat pussy. You know, at some point when that first chorus kick in, he'd be like, and that's like <laughs> that's honestly not even his filthier songs. No, the yeah, that's like the stuff. one popular they, one. Yeah. Oh my god, but I mean, he's cool too. Listen to him talk. He's like, I get it. He's like, yeah. I've raised my own money. I got my own backing. I yeah. publish and produce my own shit because nobody else would. And he's like, I'm making a living now. Yeah. I'm touring and people are liking it. And it's like, well, no shit, man, because. Why do you have to be this weird pseudo 8 p.m. Christian based ABC network? Yeah. No cursing. Yeah. Nobody talks like that. No. Nobody, I mean, no, nobody talks like that, man. No, it's ridiculous. Yeah. The fucking. Right. Let's Yeah, we'll, we'll get into music next time, I guess. I man. think, we, dude, we got a lot more. You know, lifting talk, music talk, poker talk. Poker talk. Um, Kayla's like, you guys are retarded. No, this is, <laughs> honestly, this was more 
I'm still going. This was more organic and free flowing than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. We're a couple of bullshit I, I artists, man. That's what. That's what it needs, though. Honestly, yeah. like Wendy says, you are a long-winded motherfucker. Yeah. And it takes a couple of long-winded motherfuckers to, to have something that flows smoothly. We don't have dead air. No, not yeah. really. And it's like you bring up poker, we could talk, bring up lifting, sports. I mean, we didn't get an MMA yet. No. Fuck, man. Jesus we can go off on that, too. Oh, my God. Especially talking about me being able to, you know, beat your right favor. So, <laughs> peace out.